2: introducing the snd podcast channel Your new source for all types of podcasts. we are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel so if you ever wanted to start a podcast reach out to us via twitter dm or just add us at SD podcast or message us on facebook or even email us at podcasts at gmail.com once you reach out to us we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast all types of podcasts are welcome so anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. Okay, and Weissman and Oz is live on a Monday trading deadline special. Three o'clock, we'll be running until four when the trade deadline ends. My name's Errol. Unfortunately, Stephen couldn't be here today. He's a little under the weather. He will be there tomorrow for our regular time show. Appreciate uh, you're on uh, I-95 Sports Network. The number to call is 1605-562-8001. Uh appreciate the I-95 Sports Network team. Bobby, uh, thank you for uh having us on here today, letting us do the show very last minute. So <laughs> Uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday was a long time ago, and we got a lot of stuff going on for both locals, including uh, stuff going on around the league as well. And we're going to go to the news that broke on Sunday. Uh, Andrew Miller getting dealt to the Cleveland Indians. Uh, the Yankees did get a big haul back. They received the kid Frazier for, and Justice Sheffield, who is uh, Gary Sheffield's nephew I really. believe. So there was that. Uh, you know, this doesn't really say that the Yankees are selling, and we, you know, we came on here. We were on here last week, or I was rather uh, saying that Chapman trading Chapman wasn't really a selling point for this team. It was more of, well, this, we have this guy for two more months, and let's see what we can get for him. And they got a big hole. I mean, this kid Torres is number 20, what eight prospects. In the entire league, uh, you got a couple other pieces, a couple pieces that came from actually the Addison Russell deal. What that? Uh, no excuse. Well, the Addison Russell and uh, Addison Russell was heading that trade that came over for Je- Jeff Samarja. And if you are listening live, you are hearing this first. Uh, the Rangers have acquired Carlos Beltran for their pitching top pitching prospect. Number three overall, Dylan Tate. So we came on this show talking about Miller and Chapman and the relievers, and we have breaking news for you. Yes, Beltran has been traded. Uh, this, to me, is waving the white flag for the Yankees. Uh, we always, we did say if you trade the two relievers, if you can get as much as you can for them, go ahead and do it. Uh, Beltron was waving the white flag. And... Uh, Sorry, Yankee fans, but uh, this is uh, this is it for you. Uh, Dylan Tate is a number three prospect for the Texas Rangers, number one prospect, number one pitching prospect in their system. So Yankees going on a fire, so let me tell you, this is I applaud to uh, to Brian Cashin because he has come into a situation that he's never been in before. It's always been buy buy buy, money money money. And he came into this year knowing that his roster wasn't really constructed to win a championship, let alone make the postseason. And he did a great job. He did a great job. And he did really took this situation by storm. And he did mild. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Um, he took this situation by storm. And he succeeded. He got as much as he could for Chapman, got as much as he could for Miller, and he really got a maximum value for a 39-year-old who I'm sure Texas is going to have him play the outfield. Uh, You don't know if he's going to break down or not towards the end of this year. And you got their best pitching prospect for a 39-year-old outfielder. Remember five, six years ago? My partner would know if he was here. Uh, I believe it was four or five years ago when (laughs) – you got Beltron for the top-pitching prospect of the San Francisco Giants. And look where he is, 39 years old, and he's still get, you know, getting the value for uh, from the Texas Rangers. So applaud to Brian Cashman, the Yankees organization. I'm sure uh, Brian had a lot of convincing to do for Hal Steinbrenner to really wave this white flag that is trading Carlos Beltran. Uh, on to the Mets a little bit. And we'll get back to the Yankees in a second, but a lot of controversy here with this Jay Bruce deal. He was traded to the Mets. Brendan Emma was headlining the trade, and a couple of low-level prospects. And now we got word from, I believe it was Jason Stark, had it first, that this deal might turn into a—I uh, don't know—and we might have have a little uh, Carlos Gomez revisiting over here. Because he, according to Jason Stark, one of the lower-level prospects from coming from the New York Mets, uh, has a little medical issue. And we've seen this before with Carlos Gomez, although last season Carlos Gomez was the one having the medical issue. But this, this scares you if you're a Mets fan. Uh, Talks. Uh, the rumor is that they're still in on Jonathan Lucroy, which is very interesting considering they liked Nimo and Nimo would have been a big piece of that trade, which was the rumors yesterday. But right now, as of right now, the deal is not done. The deal is being held up, and if I'm a Met, if you're a Met fan like myself, I'm a little worried. But you don't. You you trust Sandy Alderson to get this thing done? Because he's done it for you before, and he has come through before. I mean, even if last year didn't really work out the way he thought it would be, getting Carlos Gomez traded Knicks, getting Carlos, Carlos Gomez traded Knicks, rather, and acquiring your own assessments, which that trade worked out for both. Let me, let me say something now. The, trades don't have to be so lopsided as everyone sees they should be. Uh, it's, Teams can, I just saw a tweet, Cashman's a better seller than a buyer. <laughs> it's kind of true. Um, you don't have to, both trades, you can work out a trade that will work out for both teams. You don't have to have a lopsided trade that would really you know, favor one team specifically. The, the Mets trade worked out last year for both teams. Fulmer, Let's see, Fulmer, you know, Fulmer has been fantastic. He could end up being Rookie of the Year, as my partner did predict a couple weeks ago when we, uh, made our, we made our mid-season awards. And obviously, he with us. You know the story with that. Got him last season called Lightning at a Bottle. Went all the way to the World Series with it. Uh, but you see, you got to see what happens with this Jay Boo situation. He's the leading RBI. He's an RBI leader on the Reds. I believe even he's close to top of the National League. Uh, he's a big guy, so he really, you can't expect him to play center field, uh, which one one of the questions with getting Bruce was that, where is he going to play? I would have to think maybe you sending Conforto down. And this is just assuming that Cespedes isn't on the DL, which is a distinct possibility, because this is insurance where you want to assess whether it's for the rest of this year or for next season if he does choose to opt out. We're going to get into that a little bit later because I have a very good theory. Mets fans might find bittersweet, but it might be all worth it in the end. Where is he going to play? Because he can't play center. The last time he played center field was 2013. He played two games in center field that entire season. So clearly that's not an option. I think your only option is to put... Granderson in center, Bruce in right, and then when says Ces- if Cespedes does not go on the DL, to put him in left field. Other than that, probably your best bet is to put Conforto in center, because I think you'd much rather have, even though that play was atrocious, that he, I mean, he played that he played that boy yesterday like a little leaguer. I mean, that was that was scary. Your best bet is probably to put either Granderson or Conforto. I'd probably put Conforto there just because he's he's younger, he's got fresher legs. You know, Granderson's obviously past that. Time of his career, where he was a very good center fielder when he was with Detroit a number of years ago. But you, if you're Jay Bruce, you're gonna have to. No, you're not gonna have to play center field, but you're gonna have to maybe switch around the outfield a little bit, whether it was left, right, maybe even play a little bit of first base. I doubt that, but this it, depending if the steal gets done because right now it is still it's been delayed for about a half an hour now. And you wonder if you're a Mets fan, or is this trade going to get done? And if it doesn't, it scares you because this team needs help in the lineup. This team you know, needs more than Jay Bruce, of course, but it's a start. I don't know if they're going to do anything else now. I doubt it, but it's a start. All right, you heard that they, they may be in on Jim Johnson from the Braves. This doesn't really excite you, excite you at all. I really don't think they need a guy like Jim Johnson. I think they needed a guy like Will Smith a lefty, because right now our $6 million man and Antonio Basardo isn't working out. Uh, but, you know, he cost a pretty penny too, Will Smith. I mean, he, and we're talking about the one from the Brewers, not uh, one of my favorite actors. Focus, everybody. Great movie. My God, great movie. But he, you got him for a low, you know, I it was a catching prospect and a starter who are apparently very highly touted. So, you did get a pretty penny for Will Smith. Not as much as the Yankees did for both of their relievers, but, you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't something that was in the Mets' range, really. So that was really out of the question. He went over to the San Francisco Giants. The Giants, of course, have proved time and time again, Zach Wheeler, that they will trade their good prospects to go for it. Obviously, it didn't work out for them then. Maybe it'll work out for them this year because they did miss the playoffs that year when they acquired Carlos Beltran from the New York Mets. We'll see what happens because there's still 50 minutes left, and we're going to take it right till 4 o'clock on this training deadline day, which is now August 1st. Last year they had it on July 31st, but, you know, the game's going on on a Sunday. They're all going on during the day. It distracted. It distracted people. Because people what I've been doing all day, what I'm sure a lot of people have been doing all day, refresh, refresh, Twitter, refresh, Twitter, refresh. I mean all day. I that's really that's really what you're doing if you're not out there actually reporting it yourself, if you're not just passion or Ken Rosenthal, Buster only. I that's what more could you do? That's what I'm I keep doing right now. So back to the Yankees, because we did have the breaking news of Carlos Daltron. I believe. I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, was it Buster only that had it first? Eh. Whoever, whatever it is, he, Dilly Tate is a highly talented prospect. Top five in the Rangers, or top three rather, in the Rangers organization. Their top pitching prospect. Uh, what more can you ask for if you're a Yankee fan and you're asking them for them to sell? You couldn't ask for more. I, you know, I mean, people think they might flip it, go right around, and um, and might maybe trade for Chris Sale, but I doubt it. I had a friend texting me right now thinking that he's so convinced this is a possibility. It's not happening. If anything, he's going to end up in the Red Sox, but the Red Sox don't want to give up Mankata, the outfielder. Um, the pitcher that we did mention that throws 105, I mean, ugh. And Weissman and Oz did just retweet, I'm sure that was my, and that was my partner. Mr. Weissman's still on the deadline fever. Uh, he just retweeted David Lennon Mets not only trying to iron out Bruce Deal, but working on Luke as well, a while last 50 minutes. Uh, if you're the Mets, cause Nimo is a guy that the Lucre want, uh, that the, uh, Brewers want for Luke What more can you give up? Uh, Steven did go on Twitter and said he, on record, quote-unquote, he would drive Darno and Herrera to the airport. This is the only thing that would aggravate me with this. This is really because we've talked about Daniel Murphy on this show a multitude of times. We've talked about how it's asinine and they didn't even offer him a contract. And we talk about how the Mets are so, are so sure that Dilson Herrera is the second baseman of the future. If you trade Dilson Herrera for what will be a a year-and-a-half rental, I mean, it doesn't sound as bad as a a half-a-year rental, but he will be a a year-and-a-half rental, aren't you going to be up in arms a little bit? Because it was already – and don't get me they gave him a qualifying offer. That was just so they would get something out of him leaving, get a compensation pick, which they end up doing, maybe not from the team you wanted to get it from, and then Washington Nationals, but it is what it is. Mess through that one up. But – but I really would try to keep Herrera out of these deals because and you you have other options in second base. You don't know what Gavin Cecchini is going to be. You don't know what Rosario is going to be. You know I'm sure one of them are playing second base will end up playing second base if that's the case. You don't know. You know they could re-sign Neil Walker. I don't suggest that idea, but it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. But the thing see that's the thing with Herrera though. A, Neil Walker is supposed to be a band-aid for Herrera, who's a one-year away. And if he's not... If he's not the second baseman of the future, then what would we be doing with Daniel Murphy? And by all means, and listen, you can all go off and say, yeah, well, if they re Murphy, they would not re-sign Cespedes, which is very true. I doubt it. I doubt if Murphy was retained by the Mets, Cespedes would have been retained right behind him. I, I don't believe that. But... Uh, you don't even offer him a contract, and I, I, I'm not the one to dwell on this Murphy business, which I, I I don't know why I even got into it. But you can't trade Herrera, and I want to see, you know I really hope Steven, I know you're listening. Call, I want you to call right now and tell me why you think it's a good idea to trade Herrera right now. Because this is a, you. I want so I want you to call and tell me you wouldn't be up in arms about the idea. Because really, he is the he he's. He needs to cement himself as a future second baseman for us. And maybe I'm getting a little off-topic talking about Herrera, but I'm very passionate about the whole Daniel Murphy fiasco. Because if it wasn't for D- Dillson, Herrera is the reason Daniel Murphy would, the Mets let Daniel Murphy walk. It could be another reason. It could, you know, I really do think something went on behind the scenes where they really didn't want Daniel Murphy back. That's, you know, stretching it a little bit. But if you trade Herrera, then what? What are do you doing at do do second base? And I really, we have 45 minutes now to go. And, well, I called him out and he's on, on, on air live. Mr. Weissman, welcome to the Weissman and Oz show in the, your absence. What's going on? How you feeling, buddy? I'm
0: doing okay. You know what? not feeling 100%, which is why I'm not on the show today. But you called me out, so obviously I have to call in. You know, I'll give you my opinions and feelings on this. in stone with this local Luke Roy trade, but, you know, if available, you have to take him. You know, he would be such a valuable asset, and I know it's a steep, you know, offer that you have to give up, like Herrera, and then Darno, and then possibly even another prospect. But yes, they've been trying to develop Herrera as the, the future second baseman. That's why they didn't sign Daniel Murphy. Believe I believe you believe, but if it if the opportunity presents itself, you just need to go for it and worry about the second base hole in the off season whether it's. Resigning Neil Walker, whether it's going through the trade market. I know this offseason isn't the best free agency class, but you know, if the, like I said, if the opportunity presents itself, you just need to go for it. You know, we got it. We're about forty less than forty-five minutes away from the trade deadline. You know, I know the Mets are still trying to get this Bruce deal done, and if they could get Luke Croy, you know. Are ready to compete again. I,
2: I, you know, I definitely agree with you. is uh, injured or not, they're definitely going to have a big boost from Luke Roy and, and Bruce. I just, I don't see them giving. I, I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I I'd probably, I'd be skeptical about it. I'm. I'm just saying, Sandy allison has a tendency to leave players untouchable. We saw that the, I'm going to call them the four. The, you know, the four: Harvey, Syndergaard, Matt, and Grom were clearly untouchable last season around the uh, around the deadline. I just, I feel like they have so much invested in Herrera just letting Murphy go. I feel like if they trade him, everyone is going to be so up in arms that it's just going to be insane. I I, I really do believe that. I don't believe that they're really, that they're going to trade him or, you know, there was some you know, there was some uh, people were skeptical maybe they would trade Zach Wheeler. I don't think that's going to happen either just because they do have that hole in that fifth spot in the rotation.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, he also voiced his opinion. like really last year when he called Sandy Alderson, please don't trade me. Not that that really matters. He can't control. But, you know, it would be kind of crazy if Herrera was traded. You know, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it's going to be really interesting the last 40 minutes or so.
2: Yeah, and that's, and that's why they call this the, uh, the best time of the year in my opinion. Because we saw last season, 358 Seth got traded over to the Mets. So literally, everything comes down to the very last second on this day of the year.
0: I think, there's gonna, I think we're going to get a lot of moves uh, coming in the last 30 minutes or so. I know uh, Beltran just got traded to Texas. Look at Cashman. Cashman's been unbelievable. Who would have thought the Yankees were doing a fire sell? fire sale on these days. I, I definitely did not you know, imagine that.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't... I mean, before this trade, I wouldn't have exactly called them a fire sale just because relievers are so replaceable. I, I mean, it says a lot about this team that you're, a 39-year-old was your best hitter, but this was your best hitter, and you traded him away for someone who is very talented around this league, someone who the Rangers are very reluctant to give up. But the Yankees ended up pulling it off, and I applaud Cashman because he's never been in this situation before, and he killed it.
0: This also means, you know, the possible call-up of the guy that we've been playing all season that needs to be called up. Yep. Aaron Judge. Yep, that's right. You know, I think the Yankees are going to be ready to compete next year. The year two, they'll be right in it with the Red Sox. Who are also, you know, very having an interesting day with the trade deadline. So, you know what? It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very fun. I'm looking forward to the rest of the day. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on. I'm not feeling too well, but.
2: Steven, before you go, let me ask you this because there's a lot of speculation around this as well. Do you see the Yankees turning around and flipping all these prospects for Chris Sale.
0: I can't see it. I mean, would Chris Sale be, I, I guess you could say Chris Sale would be the ace. They have the ace, the guy that they're going to build their team around now. I just can't see it, you know. they just got all these prospects. They're, Frazier's going to be a stud. I remember him when he was originally drafted by the Pirates. And then, uh, you know, what else, whatever happened with that and then he got drafted again. No, I think he's gonna be a stud. Uh you know what, Cashman should hold on to these uh, prospects and go surf with them, ride with them, you know. I think it's gonna be they're gonna be really fun to watch in the next few years.
2: Uh, I, I gotta agree with you. And Steve, before I let you go, I do have some breaking news at a lower level, nothing about a trade but a guy who you were actually a couple weeks ago, last time you were on the show, you know, or you've know, said uh, mul- multiple times on this show, that you think the Mets should have brought this guy back. Uh, Indy is a designated one of the rebate for assignment. So maybe with uh, Cabrera going down, maybe that's a guy you think the Mets would look at to pick up? Um,
0: it doesn't hurt. I mean... You know, if you can get him on the cheap, which I'm sure you can. Uh, yeah, that Cabrera injury was huge for the Mets. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be at the season. Who knows what's going on with him? I know he has a strain, something in his knee. I can't. I don't know the the exact medical terms for it. But they need to do something with that infield. I don't know. Uh, they gonna configure that infield like maybe they're gonna have Wilmer Flores play shortstop. I don't know. They're gonna call up maybe Gavin Tacini. Matt Reynolds I heard just got called up. I don't know. You know, he's been okay with uh in his time with in the majors, but you know, it's Matt Reynolds. We'll see what happens. I don't think he's gonna carry that position throughout the end of the season. I think they're gonna have to do another another make another move. Uh, the fellow Cabrera Spy, if he's out long time. Yeah, I
2: definitely definitely agree with you, bud. Hey, Steven, thanks for for calling up, taking me on after I called you out. You feel better, bud, because I'm going to need you for tomorrow. I
0: appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Later,
2: Steven. All right, that was uh, Steven Weissman, my partner in crime. Uh, he, unfortunately, couldn't be here today. Uh, yeah, listen, this is, um... This is interesting because you have Reyes out. He's on the DL. Cabrera has been said that he's going to end up on the 15-day DL. And this is a guy who is a good clubhouse guy for the Mets. They really did miss him, in my opinion. They really did miss him um, in the the playoffs last season. And they could have used him in the World Series, absolutely, especially after, I mean, really, you didn't get much out of your, your captain last year. He did get that one home run in Game Three against the Royals, but you know he, he was making fielding errors everywhere. He made that big fielding error in extra innings in Game One. I mean, you just you couldn't really count on him. And it was Uribe was really a guy you wish he was healthy enough to play in that game or in that series rather. This is interesting. Uh, the Mets obviously do have to get uh, do have to get this Bruce deal done first. You guys see what happens with Lucroy? I mean, this can wait. You know, uh, you only have till four o'clock to deal with Lucroy and Bruce. You could deal with this after. Uh, even a lot of people, Joel Sherman, Ken Rosenthal, uh, you know, John Heyman. A lot of people are speculating that Sandy Alderson could pull the trigger and pick up uh, Uribe. This is that would be a big deal for them, even though he hasn't really performed as well as you really hope so with the Cleveland Indians. But maybe a change in scenery back in New York. He was successful here last season. He, like I said before, he was a good clubhouse guy. Uh, that's another thing that the Mets can do because you really do have to stock up because you were just dropping like flies, man. One after another, after another. First it was Reyes, now Cespedes, then Lagaris, then you see uh, Cabrera with the strength patella tendon last uh, yesterday, rounding third on that on that play. And thank God you gotta get. <laughs> You gotta give him credit because he would have crawled to home plate if he had to. I mean, he just on one leg was hopping right to, I, I, oh my God. He, give him credit because, uh, you know what? Me being me, I, I probably would have been on the ground agonizing in pain. Abs- absolutely not. Um, according to John Heyman, Brewers haven't been, haven't seemed that interested in Dorno or Wheeler in Luke cord talks 35 minutes to go. So it's getting down to it. The clock's ticking, uh just heard word they're not really in you know I mean really, Darnell was was the throw in in that in this trade, or you know the trade offered the Mets to to the brewers uh Nimo was the headliner. You don't know what's gonna happen now with this Bruce deal. you hope it gets done because really, I mean if you're just giving up Nimo and really not much else uh, I don't think it's a big deal. I like Nimo, I had the I had the uh, opportunity to meet him. He was a very nice guy, um, but he—he he, so was he, this is so he was more when he came up. He was speculated to be more like a Daniel Murphy type hitter, a contact hitter will hit for a good average. He's got a little bit of speed. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of power, which obviously we saw change with Murphy this season. But are you really gonna miss? Nimo that much, and I know this is actually the first guy that Sandy Oldison drafted in the first, in his first, first round as an SGM, so maybe it might be a little bit harder for him to let him go, I, I mean, that's just speculation, I I don't think really that's, you know, that's going to hold him back from making a deal that would help this team right now, because Nimo Nimo seems like a nice player, but he's a great, you know, he's a nice guy and everything, but I don't know if... I don't know if he's going to be that much of a star, and we just heard Steven come on and say, "You know, you worry about that later," because right now you, you have to win. Now the windows, the window are these pitchers. It's Cinnegar, it's Matt, it's Degrom, and it's Harvey when he's healthy. Okay, obviously Wheeler, we don't know. You know, he's he'll be facing a lot of batters today for the first time, so we'll see how he feels. We'll see what happens with him. He did have a setback about a month ago with his elbow. Uh, they think given you a little scare, but, you know, I, I gotta. It, it's kind of like him, I compare him to Victor Cruz, you know, it, jumping off topic for a second here, because you don't really expect, you don't want to expect anything from either of them because the last couple of years, you know, they've been hurt and they've been on the shelf. So you really don't know what to expect from either of those guys, just using that comparison. But Wheeler is a guy that, you know, it was really the first big prospect that the Mets came, that Sandy Rollison traded for. Uh, you know, the first guy really to come up, and you know you saw flashes of from him, but now he's going to be coming off Tommy John. You expect him back middle of August, I guess, and you're not going to know what to expect from him. And you know, in the beginning of the year, you came into the season assuming postseason. You came into the season assuming success. And you came in expecting durability from these players, which you haven't gotten from really anyone. I mean, you got to put bubble wrap on Neil Walker at this point because no one else is healthy on this. End. You can't stay healthy on this infield. You lose two third basemen. You lose Cabrera, and you lose Duda, which ended up being a silver lining because Loney has been fantastic defensively and with the bat. Really, you know, a lot for the Mets to think about when Duda does come back. I, I would consider leaving Loney in the lineup. That's just me, but. That's why they make the decisions. You don't, you don't know what this team you're going to get from this team, and they have a big series four game. This is the new Subway Series four game series coming up with the Yankees, and you don't, you don't know what you're going to get from them because you, yes, the Yankees are selling. Yes, they haven't hit well. Uh, <laughs> neither are the Mets. They want to wake up, people. I get it. The Yankees haven't really played well over the last. They just got swept by the Tampa Bay Rays, who they have really never seen. They never seem to be. I don't know why. But they they need to find a way to win these four games. At least, at least three out of these four games. I mean, you're you're talking about you got Verrett tonight going against Sabathia. Sabathia hasn't been good in a couple months. I mean, I guess you could point to that Red Sox game and say, you know, that was probably his last real good start. I'm trying to get the schedule up now just to see who they're – who's with the pitching matchups of these next four games. So you got Brent Sabathia tonight. You got Tanaka in the ground tomorrow. Uh I don't know what you know, Tanaka's generally better on six on extra rest rather than regular. So you'll see what you get out of him. And then you move the series over to Yankee Stadium on Wednesday. You got Mats versus Nova. Uh you know, Nova another guy who you really you don't even know if he's gonna be there, so that might end up being Chad Green or Luis Severino. I, you know, Nova's been rumored in a lot of, in a lot of trade talks. So there's that. And then you got Colon against Ivaldi. Ivaldi, another guy, inconsistent, good stuff. The Mets know about you know they know how he is though, and from pitching with the Marlins. And uh, I got more breaking news for you. Uh, according to Buster, only if you're listening, you're hearing this now. According to Buster Only, the Mets are officially out on Jonathan Lucroy 29 minutes before the deadline, and the Jerry Bruce deal is almost done. So, it was a nice pipe dream to think that the Mets were going to end up with Lucroy and Bruce, but it looks like they will just be getting one of them. Still in no all talks about a reliever. I'm sure Sandy's working the phones as we speak. But, yeah, the Mets are done on Jonathan Lucroy. Uh, Ken Rosenthal reporting. God, I love this day. We're Ken Rosenthal reporting that the Pirates are talking to the Yankees about Nova. <laughs> you want Neil Walker back? Too bad you can't have him. Chutnice is in the bullpen for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, what a disaster for the Pirates. Thank you, Pittsburgh. We appreciate that. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, come on. I mean, it's not funny, though. You trade your starting second baseman, your hometown starting second baseman. Productive. I don't, you know, I mean, he, he was productive. I know you needed pitching help, but you go for Jonathan <laughs> Look where he is now. And now you're looking for Ivan Noah? Come on. I, I. Oh, God. Pittsburgh. What are you doing? You know, another thing that Pittsburgh did the other day. I believe it was the, yeah it was the other day they uh traded for Mark melanson or they traded mark melanson rather to the Washington Nationals got a couple of, you know starting uh major league reliever back they got a prospect back uh I'm surprised they didn't get a bigger haul from melanson he has the most saves in the league since 2014 uh you see what the Yankees got for Chapman and Miller so I'm just surprised especially Chapman who is who is a um? Who is excuse me? Who is a rental just like Melanson? So you, yeah, I mean, you, you thought that they could probably get more. I'm uh, just looking up now. I don't think you know. Stephen came on before and said maybe Judge could come up, but I don't know if he's healthy. I'm looking for it now. I don't. I don't know. He's actually been hurt a couple times in the minor leagues. I mean, that's you know something scary if you're a Mets fan. Uh, you, I don't know. You, you got to find out with this uh, with this team because it, you know like John Heyman just reported they're out on Luke Roy. We'll see what happens with Bruce. That's supposedly getting done right now. You hope so because really this team is desperate for a bat. This team's desperate for a spark. And you're not gonna catch lightning in a bottle like you did with Cespedes last season because it just it only happens once in a bull moon and ended up happening twice last season with them and the Blue Jays with with the price deal. But you really you can't really expect that kind of production from Bruce than you did uh, that you had with with uh, you know, and Cesaris. And we have a caller on right now. Caller, you're on i ninety five Sports Network. Weissman and i state your name. Where are you from?
1: Yeah, it's uh, Joey Jerzinka from uh, Beyond the Game on the i ninety five Sports Network, ladies and gentlemen. Joey, Joey, a big, Errol big and New Weissman, er- 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 Errol and Weissman, Weissman and Oz, everybody. It's uh got to praise uh, praise our fellow coworkers, and uh, it's been a great show so far. I just want to chime in there and uh, and mention Errol that uh, I did hear what you were talking about as far as uh, as far as and possibly. Uh, you know, having to be a a blue moon, once-in-a-blue-moon type deal like last year, where Cespedes came in and uh, and completely lit it up last year for the Mets. You never know because uh, Jay Bruce really can do that just that uh, as he's leading the NL. Uh, in hits, or excuse me, in RBIs with 80. Uh, so they definitely have a lot to look forward to if this deal does happen. Uh, according to uh, John Heyman, uh, I believe, I don't know if I, if you did say that, but Luke Roy is out of the deal for the Mets. So you never know where he could go. He still could go to the Rangers uh, for Joey Gallo. Never know, obviously, uh, The New York Yankees just traded away Carlos Beltran for Dylan Tate and two other uh, low-level prospects, which is pretty good um, for them. But uh, as far as the Mets go, they still have a lot of work to do. Um, And really, to be completely honest with you, if they did get this Luke Roy deal done, they would have been most likely a World Series or Bust team. Uh, They get Jay Bruce done now, and uh, they could be just that as well if they can get Travis Darno on the right track, Errol.
2: Yeah, I, I gotta agree with you on that. Uh, I, um, and the, according to Joel Sherman, this deal is just about done. So there was a little scare there with the medical records of a lower minor, lower level uh, minor league prospect, but that deal is done. I, you know what, you were right saying that if they did get Bruce and Luke Croy, it probably is World Series or bust. I don't think it's the case with just Luke Croy, and the problem is, Joey, you know the expectations from the Mets fans because, you know, you saw what Cesfes came in and did last year. I mean, mean, they were talking about an MVP, which is two months of production, which was a little ridiculous at the time. So, you know, maybe the expectations for Bruce gets to a little bit because they're going to come in and expect to see, you know, a Cesfes production. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think they could push it and get to the wild card if Cesfes is healthy, if Reyes comes back healthy. But, uh, let me tell I don't know, man, because this team has just been depleted by injuries. It's just looking like the baseball gods is just telling them, no, I, it's, it's not your year. I
1: do well, have to you ask you. never know, er- Errol, I, j- I just want to chime in one more time. The thing yeah. is, is that even though, obviously, that, you know, with the injuries, everything with David Wright and with uh, Astruble Cabrera, uh, also Michael Conforto not living up to his, uh, uh, to his hype uh, this season, right now, at the, at the depth chart for the New York Mets now. And right now, uh, let's not forget, uh, they did have Juan Uribe last year. Uh, let's not forget also, uh, John Moresi from, uh, from CBS also just said that he was designated for assignment from the Cleveland Indians. Do we see possibly them getting the New York Mets getting Juan Uribe as another bench. You never know. It's very possible because they could make another lineup change like how they did last year with Kelly Johnson and Juan Uribe. You never know. Kelly Johnson's back. Why not Juan Uribe? They also have Jose Reyes and uh, and uh, Wilmer Flores. Couldn't figure out his name for a second. And Wilmer Flores playing shortstop. You never know. Uh, so there's definitely a lot. But going back to Jay Bruce also, uh, it's very possible uh, that I believe in, my, in you know, my predictions in the beginning of the season was that the Mets were going to make either uh, a wild card uh, spot. They were going to be in a wild card spot or they were going to win the division. But right now, looks like the Nationals have that all but locked up. But then again, we said that last year at this time where they blew a seven-game lead to the Mets, obviously. So... Uh, there's a lot to be had, and uh, I cannot wait to see. But remember, I believe that Jay Bruce's numbers will go down for sure. His hits will rise, but his home runs will not, uh, will not continue to rise, obviously, as uh, City Field is not a uh, humongous, hitter-friendly ballpark uh, there, and obviously in Petco Park in San Diego. Very similar um, with, those, with those dimensions in right field. So uh, a lot of good things for the Mets, but... Um, Obviously, they're not in on Luke Roy anymore. Uh, from what I do hear from one of my sources uh, at MLB, uh, hearing that they actually wanted Zach Wheeler along with a top reliever. Uh, so I'm waiting to hear back uh, from, my, from my source on that, from MLB Advanced Media. Um, but that's fr- uh, what I did hear. But Jay Bruce uh, to the Mets is all but done, which is great to hear for uh, all the Mets fans out there.
2: Yeah, and I do have to uh, I got to give credit to my uh, to my partner who can't be here today. I didn't think the Mets would end up dealing Herrera. <laughs> he's he's roasting me right now. I didn't think the Mets would end up dealing Herrera, but that is actually who is going to Cincinnati in this deal. That is officially done.
1: Right. And so- the reason why obviously Dilson Herrera is now going to Cincinnati is uh is actually very good because uh, they're gonna be having uh Brandon Phillips, uh, towards obviously the end of his career winding down and Dilson Herrera could easily take over for him, which is a great deal. Uh definitely now it looks a little more uh balanced the trade because the way it did look, uh, was that Brandon Nimmo, who was a huge part of this deal or the cornerstone of that deal, um, from in my eyes, I believe the Mets did get a uh, a little bit better uh, p- uh player in Jay Bruce, but I do believe for sure uh it looks balanced or even possibly in the long haul, uh the Cincinnati Reds may have just gotten uh, the edge on this one.
2: Yeah, uh right on that Joey Joey, before I let you go, I just I gotta ask you, man, I mean as a Yankee fan, what do you think about the Yankee what the Yankees are doing right now? They got uh, a lot
1: large- of well uh, <laughs> well uh, Errol I i got to tell you something right now, buddy. Uh, it, it hurts to be a Yankees fan right now, but uh, I am very excited for 2018 for uh, uh, Jose Fernandez, Bryce Harper, and Manny Machado because right now the way it looks is that the Yankees will be making a push for them in 2018, similar to what the Yankees did in 2009 with C.C. C. Sabathia uh, and Mark Teixeira and A.J. Burnett. So that was a, uh, you know, obviously a big year in '09, and I think 2018, nine years later, will be another big year for my Yankees, and they're actually going to have a farm system unlike how they did in 2009. Uh, so I believe that 2018 or 2019 are the two years that the Yankees will be contending for a World Series championship.
2: Yeah, listen, Joey, I mean, your whole life, this team has <laughs> had championship aspirations every single year. Uh, yeah. You know, you could you could take one year off, right? Come on.
1: I could absolutely do that. Well, the thing is, also obviously me as a Lakers fan as well. Uh, you know, rough God. times now along with the Yankees, uh, with the Yankees now. Uh, lots of years with the Islanders and the Eagles. It's uh, all, all up and down. So right now I have the Islanders to look forward to. Uh, but right now, uh, yes, the Yankees, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it obviously, but I'm going to have to look about two to three years ahead uh, instead of just next year.
2: Yeah, and, def- and uh, definitely got a lot of promise with these prospects. Uh, Joey, thanks for coming on, buddy. I appreciate
1: Errol, it. Errol, thank, uh, Ar- 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 thank you with- very much. And, uh, and definitely, uh, list- everybody listen to Weissman and Oz because they're very good, all right? All right. Appreciate that, Joey. All right, guys. Have a good one now.
2: That was Joey Jarazenka. He's a big face on, uh, on the I-95 Sports Network. Uh, he's frequently on this network. Great shows. he did it. I know, to my knowledge, he actually did do a hockey deadline or a hockey free agency frenzy, rather uh around that time. I actually did make an appearance on there uh he's he's great uh did a great show. I cannot believe what is going on. Hold on, one second. I think- all right, so th- these are com contradicting reports. That Herrera, okay, so Herrera ended up being in the deal. Steven, go ahead, call up, roast me. Go, come on, I'll, I'll be waiting for it. I really didn't think they were going to do this. But I think I'm hearing that Nimmo is along the deal with it too, which I really, what? 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 I understand this. I, I, you know what, as a Mets fan, I know as more than anybody, prospect is the most dangerous word in Major League Baseball. Because a prospect, a big people don't want to give up a big prospect, and then he'll end up with four different teams six, seven years down the line. A la Fernando Martinez. You guys remember Fernando Martinez? For anyone who doesn't, when the Mets wanted to try to trade for Roy Halladay, which I don't even think Fernando yeah, he was involved in that deal. When the rest of the wanted were trying to trade for Roy Halladay to get the best one two punch in baseball with Santana and Halladay, uh they didn't want to give up Fernando Martinez the five tool all time mike trout esque which this is before mike trout's time he could he should have been mike trout uh five tool prospect uh he came up failed miserably and he is, was on the he was on the mitchell steroid report a few years back uh i don't know what he was taking because obviously it wasn't the right type of steroid I, I just I, I think that was a little uh, aberration there but yeah, I, I, I can't believe that. All right, so Adam Rubin reported. Multiple reports say Dilson Herrera is going to the Reds, bringing Nimo out with the Met hitting coaches in the cage. So no indication that he's been dealt yet. So, you know, very interesting. You thought that you were for sure, unless this, you were for sure that it would be Nimmo heading the deal, but... I didn't expect Nimo and Herrera. I'm just, I, I'm just befuddled by this. And you know, maybe you can think of this if you're a Mets fan. I doubt it because we just heard that the Mets were out on Lucroy. But can they have done this because they want Nimo to head the deal of Lucroy? I I doubt it. But yesterday they did offer. You know, if if the Rangers don't want to give up what the Brewers are asking for, which is Joey Gallo which is a really big-time prospect for them. Obviously, you know, I just said prospect, dangerous word, which is a really big-time prospect for them. I, I don't know if if they're going to be willing to do that. So could the Brewers in the next 15 minutes, because it is 345 now, could the Brewers in the next 15 minutes call up the Mets and say, you know what, we'll take it? Uh, I don't but if that could happen, wow, uh, I was a little surprised skeptical maybe you thought this this Beltron deal with with the uh the deal with the Rangers meant that maybe they would have been out on Lucroy as well because do you really want to give up Dylan Tate for which really was a 39-year-old outfielder who probably is not going to be able to play the outfield much this year that's just speculating but it's going to break down eventually you know we've seen it which you know once again I applaud Brian Cashman because he has done a fantastic job in a situation once again he has never been in before. I do doubt that I don't think the deal's gonna get done between the Rangers and the the Rangers and the Brewers. I really don't. Because I don't think they're gonna to want to give up Gallo for you know I, Jonathan Hoover is great. I mean listen, I think he would if along with Bruce, I think he would make the Mets a World Series contender even without Cesp. That was stupid to say. But he <laughs> What I really do believe is that if Sesame comes, if he has to miss, all right, listen, if Sesame has to get put in the DL, which it's starting to look more and more possible, can they salvage the loss for a couple weeks if they had Luke Cronk Absolutely, I believe that very much. But can they win a World Series now? No, probably not. But, uh, you know, once again, it was reported that the Mets were out on Luke Roy. I don't believe that uh, those. Talks will be corresponding again, but obviously it's a trade deadline, so we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, 13 minutes left, man. Ah, God. And, yep, uh, breaking news, more breaking news. Ken Rosenthal has it first. Luke Roy is going to the Rangers. So that was a pipe mesh fans, so that's gone. Uh, I'm curious to see if it will be Joey Gallo. I I'm really curious to see because I really don't believe that if you're going to give up Dylan Tate that you're going to give up Gallo as well. Uh, Buster only reports that the multiple teams are still talking about Nova. I do think that will end up getting done. Whether it's to the well, the Dodgers just got Rich Hill. Uh, I mean, we'll see where he ends up if he ends up being dealt by the by the Yankees. I I don't know what's going on now because now I'm hearing Herrera and Nimmo. It might be both of them. It might not be. is in the batting cages with the Mets hitting coaches. So, I mean, they do have a – hello, you do have a game in three hours. So, uh, you don't know what's going to happen on that front. I really am surprised by this Herrera deal. I, I really – you know, this is a team that was up in arms or this is fan base that was up, rather that was up in arms about Daniel Murphy being traded. I mean, being uh, letting being walked away rather. See now this this whole trade deadline's got me got me talking nonsense. But this is a team, This is a franchise that has always been known for you know letting the letting the guys go that are going get paid a lot of money. Murphy didn't get paid a lot of money. I mean, I mean, come on. But this was the heir of second base, and I'm just very shocked that they gave him up. For a guy who's going to be here for a year and a half, has a team option next year for 14 million dollars, uh, I think something the Mets can control. He's probably going to end up being, you know, in the corner outfield spot, replacing Cespedes after Cespedes is gone, because unless he ends up on the DL DL for a long stint, he's opting out. You know, you know, sometimes you know there have been times on the show that we said maybe he could opt in. You never know, he does love New York, but you know if he, if he comes back and he avoids the DL stint or if it's only for a couple weeks and he comes back scorching the way he did last season or the way he's been doing all year, you kind got to believe he's going to opt out and he's going to get $150 million, especially in a market like it is this season where you have the only competition that Cesaris is going to have is Jose Batista, who's hitting 221 and just got off the DL stint from, with a turf toe. I mean you really do you really believe that and breaking news breaking news, everything's breaking news. You got as we got ten minutes left in the deadline in the show, we're gonna bring you right up to four o'clock. Uh breaking news, Nimo is staying with the Mets. Herrera ended up being the primary piece. So like Steven said on before, you worry about it you worry about the second base situation later. But Steve <laughs> My partner,
0: <laughs>
2: I missed it, buddy. My partner tweeted, "I'm so confused. Nimmo's not going to the Reds." Uh, so Rangers are in close. Lewis Brinson and Luis Ortiz are going to the Texas Rangers. Uh, the Twins acquired H- Hector Santiago from the Angels. Just a couple notes there. Uh, earlier, the Dodgers acquired Reddick and Rich Hill. Uh, Brinson and Ortiz was the number two and number three prospect for the Rangers. So, uh, wow. Uh, so they got a big hole there. I actually didn't know much about these two. I knew about Tate. I knew about Gallo, obviously. Mazar isn't really considered a prospect. He's He's been here since the beginning of the year. But, you know. Very shocking. I'm just. I'm still befuddled that Herrera is on his way to to Cincinnati. Uh, When when um, excuse me. When Cabrera got hurt yesterday, you know, the first thought in my mind was probably, well, maybe you can move Walker over to second because you're always. I I guess you don't want to weaken your up the middle defense even more, but you're you're always skeptical to move Walker over the third, even though he can play third. You're always skeptical to move him over because you didn't want to ruin the chemistry of the defense that was Cabrera and Walker, but Cabrera's already out. He's going to be on the 15-day DL. I would have called up Walt, Herrera, played him at second, see what he had, and then put Walker at third uh, because Flores would have been playing short, would have been back at shortstop for a couple weeks, hopefully only. I mean, that, that injury did look bad. I really thought he tore his ACL yesterday when I was watching that play. And you saw him stumble, and you saw him just hop on one leg. It was just so painful to watch. My God. But, so, as far as we know, which, it is August 1st training deadline, so you never know what could happen. And Joe Smith, ugh, come on, man. I wanted him back. Oh, wow. Okay, so, there's a lot going on right now. Joe Smith's going to the Cubs, the guy I wanted the Mets to retain. Uh, and... It is reported that Lucroy and Jared and uh, Jeffress are headed to the Rangers. So, the last few days, teams have been trying to package up a deal that would end up being, would end up having a reliever and Lucroy come over. Uh, people thought it would be uh, teams that were acquiring those two thought it would be a, too much of a tough pill to swallow, giving up really the quality of prospects they don't want to give up but you see the Rangers trade their number two and number three prospect and Ortiz and Lewis. So Jeffress is heading to the, the Rangers along with Jonathan Lucroy. So that was first reported by by Jeff passion. Uh, Obviously they're going for it. Uh, You see the Indians the other day trade for Miller, which you got a couple great prospects, two top five prospects for the Indians organization there. You see, Chapman getting dealt for uh, the top prospect over in Chicago. So you see, and I know this was packaged up with Luke Roy, but you, you saw this, this relief pitching market really spike up this deadline. Uh, that's why I really didn't see the Mets getting a reliever because especially yesterday, I mean, you always see this. You always see teams try to you know, lower their expectations for what they couldn't get for relievers because really sometimes you know, it's just not realistic. Uh, uh, Chris Cattello, who we had on our show, actually makes a good point. 12 trades have already gone down. Is your head spinning yet? My head has been spinning since I came on today. I mean, this is this, this is my favorite time of year, though, seriously. Because how much madness goes on, within, especially within the last hour? I mean, what happened within the last hour? San- Texas, which Texas, I believe, do- did win the deadline because they got a reliever along with Lucor, who was really the main prize this offseason. You had the Mets trade. You had God. People are really flipping. I don't hate this trade with Herrera, but I, come on, guys. I mean, you, now you're calling for Sandy Alderson's job. I mean, how much has he done? Come on. So you had Smith going to the Cubs, Santiago going to the Angels, the Mets trade, the Yankees trade. Obviously, the Texas Rangers trade. And Alaska is going to the Angels as well. I mean, oh God. It's just, you know, I refresh one thing. Jay Bruce, obviously, I you know, you just you keep refreshing Twitter and it's one thing after another. I mean, oh, God. How do people keep up with this? Seriously. Uh, my partner would, you know, if my partner was here browsing Twitter, that would have been helpful. Thank you very much, Steven. You know, I love you, brother. So we'll see. So... The Brewers did get top pitching. You know, the Brewers, you can say the Texas Rangers won the deal, won the deadline rather, and you can say the Yankees did very well in this in this uh, selling market that they marketed themselves as. But give the Brewers credit because this is a team that, you know, they, you thought they were rising up a couple of years ago. They had a big lead in their division, which ended up blowing and then ended up not even making the postseason at all. And this is a team that, with the whole Carlos Gomez thing that happened last year, you ended up trading him anyway. You ended up trading your two – well, you traded Will Smith over to San Francisco for top-pitching prospect. You ended up patching up Jeffress with Lucroy for top-pitching prospects. I mean, the Rangers did a good job as, as far as we know because, like we said, we never know what these prospects. Uh, and I have people tweeting about how the Mets' form system's terrible. You know why the Mets farm system is terrible? Let me tell you why. Because the Mets farm system is up now, producing! Why don't people realize this? Who is in the farm system? Harvey. Uh, wow. Harvey. Wheeler. Well, obviously, Wheeler's, you know, we'll see what you get from him. Harvey, DeGrom, Matt, Sinegard. Uh, you know, Familia. Uh, I mean, come on. People, what do you, uh, do you pay attention? Do you pay attention at all? Three years ago, the Mets had a great farm system. You know why? Because they're all in the minor leagues. Now they don't. Why not? They're all up. I mean, come on. So after this deal, you can definitely say, uh, you know, after the last couple of days, I don't know, Indians and, and Rangers seem like they're on a collision course for the LCS, and, and that's something they're going to be able to watch because those are really the two contending teams in this in the American League. I mean – you see the Red Sox, but outside David Price, who hasn't really had that great of a season, what do they have? Uh, you see the Astros have made a push, but they didn't really do anything on the deadline to improve themselves. We'll see what happens with Yoleski Garial. We'll see what happens with Alex Bregman, two guys that you're hoping, if you're an Astros fan, can come through for you. Uh, the other player going to the Mets deal was Max Wotel. He was n- n- number 16 on the Mets, on Mets on third. Only, no, that's a, uh, a little odd. Okay. He was number, oh, is the Mets 30th, prospect? oh whatever it is. I mean, you know, who cares? Uh, you gotta see what happens with the Indians. Uh, you, you know, I wonder who's gonna be, you think Miller's gonna be closing there. Cody Allen's been pretty good this season, but, you know, nothing to really write home about. Uh, you know what's funny about these clothes it, because, you know, everyone's up in arms about the Yankees. And we only have a couple minutes left in the show. We're going to take it right into 4 o'clock. Obviously, even with a minute and 10 seconds left, you never know what can happen. Uh, the thing that people are up in arms about, you know, people are upset they traded Chapman. Why are you selling? They traded Miller. Why are you selling? You I'm under control for two. Listen, before we got a minute left, and I'm going to say this once, I'm going to say this only once. Relievers are so replaceable, It's it's not even funny. People, we traded for Tyler Clifford last season. Let him go? Why? Because we replaced him with Addison Reed, who's going to end up getting big money on, this, uh, on the free agent market this year to be a closer again. That's a conversation for a different day, obviously. I mean, most of these guys, especially most of these guys are field starters. I mean, a good portion of them, really. I mean, look at the two guys that were pre, you know, Miller's obviously not a Yankee anymore, but Miller was the number one pitching prospect. Familia was a, pitch, it was a starting, prospect, starting pitcher prospect. I mean, most of these guys have been, it's just been failed starters that can throw absolute heat and cheddar in one inning, and that's what they do. So, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we had, and we are just 10 seconds away. It doesn't really look like anything else is going to happen. It looks like all the deals are done. Bruce is over to the Mets. Herrera's heading to Cincinnati. Beltran's going to the Rangers. Dylan Tate will be and Yankee pinstripes, or, you know, minor league Yankee pinstripes, if that even makes sense. Lou is going to the Rangers, and a bunch of relievers and starting pitchers that no one cares about have been flip-flopped. So there's that. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back with you tomorrow on our regular-time show. Uh, thanks for listening on the MLB deadline, special deadline show on Weissman and Oz. This is I-95 Sports Network. We will see you tomorrow. My partner will be back with me, and tomorrow will be another great Tuesday. We're gonna have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, obviously, the post-deadline stuff. Ryan Fitzpatrick was—I cannot wait to rant. Oh my god! Thank goodness that is over. And we're gonna be getting into the football predictions soon, so everyone better be excited. I gonna have to take it up with my partner i don't know if all the spots in the fantasy football league are filled i don't believe they are but we will find out tomorrow when mr weissman is back with me uh thanks for listening everybody i'm 95 sports network we'll see you tomorrow at 1 30
1: At Acuity Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business are heroic. And you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart.
2: Acuity Insurance. Wholeheartedly for you.